Good morning. It's a beautiful day in Spring, Texas. I'm Fire Aunt Lisa. Welcome to my Gulf Coast garden. Today I'm talking about compost. So yesterday I was speaking a bit about soil as that's what your plants are going to grow in. And if you want to have high quality soil, you need to compost. And so that's what I'm talking about today, composting. But it, it's very simple. Put your food scraps outside to rot, add them to your soil. However, it just seems really complicated for folks. So I'm just going to kind of break down what we do here on our suburban property. We have one big plastic composter that, you know, is big barrel size and is open to the ground. So that's one thing that I recommend and I've had good luck with. Um, there are two types of big composters that are sort of available. One type is open to the ground and the other type is somehow contained and you spin it or roll it. And I have had zero luck with the spinny or rolly kinds and I don't recommend them. And the reason is that you know, you're always going to have a mix of composted stuff and non-composted stuff. So you might have some good compost, but then you roll it and you have a banana peel, right, in there that isn't broken down at all. So maybe I don't understand how they work, but in my experience, they don't work very easily for the for my style of gardening. So I have one big plastic thing with a lid, and that's where I put my kitchen scraps. So any kitchen scrap that isn't greasy or meaty, is what goes in there. So eggshells, banana peels, collard green stalks, um, I mean like leftover rice or bread I will put in my compost. Um, but basically vegetable materials, peels and stems and leaves that you don't eat and things like that. And then you put them outside in this container and they slowly rot. So if you just use the food scraps, it's going to attract a lot of insects. That's something that we do deal with down here in Houston because it is so warm and everything's bigger in Texas, including the bugs. So we get a lot of bugs. And if you we just deal with it. It's fine. There's a lid on it. You take off the lid. Yes, you see fruit flies. Yes, you might see like little bugs chewing on your watermelon rinds, but that doesn't bother us. If it gets to be too much, then we put on some grass clippings. So that's the one that's the other side of our composting strategy. We have one composter where we put the kitchen scraps and then we have one huge pile that's all the lawn clippings and fallen leaves and pine mulch we have mature trees on our property so we get a lot of pine needles and leaves as well and we put all those in there and those would be kind of considered brown so those aren't as nutrient rich and they're not going to really attract that many noticeable insects so if you have a big pile of lawn clippings and leaves it's not going to be swarming with fruit flies the swarming with fruit flies is why you want to have the plastic container with a lid on it because it's not really that attractive to have that exposed in your yard and having the lid keeps it contained. But if it gets to be too many bugs, then you can just take a few handfuls or pitchforkfuls of the non-food compost and put it into the plastic container. So I have a big heaping pile that's not really constrained by any structure that's full of grass clippings and leaves. And then I have a plastic container, which is where I put my food stuffs. And then we actually have another big pile, which is for woody or big chunkier debris that should go in a chipper, I suppose, at some point. But we're just kind of stacking that up for now. 
And that's our compost system. When it comes time to add material to the bed, I don't really get too concerned. I'm like, this is compost. This is mulch. I just take from the pile and spread it around in the beds. So um, the food stuff breaks down so quickly that there really isn't a lot of material necessarily produced in that to fill up the raised bed. So I often will... Um, grab kind of clear off the top part of the grass clipping compost pile that hasn't been decomposed and you get down in that and it starts getting broken down a little bit and that's usually what I use on my beds the deeper you go down into the compost pile probably the better compost will be so you can kind of scrape and dig until you get down into the really good black you crumbly texture and that's going to be your best type of material to add to your beds but um you know, the secret is to just not get too worked up about it. It's a pile of rotting yard waste. Don't worry about it. Um, just kind of do the best you can and use that to fill in your beds because you are going to need some material, especially in Houston. Soil breaks down really fast. It washes away. So my beds that are full are only half full six months later. So you do need to keep replenishing them and composting on your property is the best way to do it because it's the most economical. Um, certainly you can order materials or buy materials and bring those in. That's just not really my philosophy because I'm trying to have a garden that doesn't cost me an arm and a leg. All right, that's kind of long about composting. Um, just trying to give you a feel for it and um, I hope you will get started. So you can pick up one of those bins or you can make something yourself. Um, I'll try to do, put a little link on my um, blog or something, something so you can find the right type of compost box. But I know the city of Houston um, is where we got ours and um, it works great. It's called the Earth Machine. All right. I've been talking way too long today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you're composting. Have a wonderful day. Catch up with me on the internet, www.fireantlisa.com. Take care.